Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. Right. Now, Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race Down Under Season 3. <laughs> don't so, know why I hope Wow, there. the pause. <laughs> Dramatic it's the pause. pause for me. Dramatic pause. So let's raise a glass. And start spilling. The GNT. Everyone, welcome back to another RuPaul Drag Race podcast review where we review it live. Uh-huh. One take. One, one t- take. Well, yeah, one take. One but take. Multiple sections. Yeah, 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 yeah. We watch, we review, we watch, we review, and that's basically what we do. We a little viewing party. Why do we do it that way, Tom? So our reactions are fresh, raw, unfiltered, unbiased, and unsolicited. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, Nobody asked, but we're giving yeah, it anyway. Just an FYI. <laughs> yeah, because we know you are wondering <laughs> exactly that. Everyone, we need to give you an update on a Manchester Pride. Oh, we had such a good time. It was such a fab weekend. We actually left the hotel. We did. We did. Look at us. We left the hotel. Like like real gays. Like real gays. Now I'll tell we you, mingled. We actually had a great morning. So I went and did a workout Saturday morning because, you know, I have to. This I is Paolo. Paolo's an active man. He's I, in the biz. <laughs> aren't you? I need to I need to start my day off right. Yes. And so I found this place, Tribe and mm-hmm. Deansgate. Um, in the city centre in Manchester. And I was like, cool. It's, it looked like something that would be great mm-hmm, for me mm-hmm. to go there, burn a bit of whey, you know, get a little tiny bit of a pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for the boys, for the boys. <laughs> that was the main thing, obviously. <laughs> I and roll. I went there, did, did an amazing class, loved the atmosphere, loved the place, mm-hmm. loved the people, loved the trainers. And then after the class, the instructor said, so if you're walking for Pride, just um, just meet us out here at, at a certain time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, huh, what, who, she, what? <laughs> and then I went and I talked to, talked to the instructor. And the instructor said, oh, go talk to that lady there, um, yeah. Katie. So yeah. I, I went and talked to Katie, lovely lady. So amazing. lovely, so welcoming and so and kind. And I said, is it okay if I walk, if I if I come in and walk? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's Tom and me and Tom are looking at moving to Manchester yep. in the very, very near future. Uh-huh. So I thought, oh, hey, look, this is the best way for us to experience Manchester and Manchester Pride. And Katie let us walk. And it so, was such a fab experience. You were amazing. You yeah. were just like high energy all the time, um, interacting with the crowd. You, 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 you know, you might as well have been a celebrity, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what? I was having fun. I mean, it wasn't hard to to give that energy. Was I, it? I think you were getting energy back and feeding off I it, and you're having it. a great time. I, I think I couldn't I think keep up with you. It was, it was, I was just, I was feeding off our group. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who were lovely. lovely bunch, lovely bunch, and Kate, Katie was especially like kind and welcoming, and because we 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 wanted to walk in the in the march, but. It took a significant amount of organization and stuff that we weren't able to do earlier in the week, whatever. But then this opportunity came along and it was just so good, wasn't it? It's great. We were also, how amazing that our number, our line was, number was Club 96. How amazing was that? And it, it was, was just meant to be. There was this amazing couple, Mary and Rich. Mm-hmm. They, they were right up there yeah, with drag with us. Absolutely. I could not believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, well. They knew all about Drag Race. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, everyone go check out Tribe, Dean's Gate. Uh, yeah. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. No. <laughs> we just but, love them. But, but uh, please, do. I'd love them. I love them. Such an opening, uh, an open and, and welcoming it atmosphere. It really, really was, wasn't it? And then Katie, the next time we're in Manchester, we owe her drinks because we she do. was way too kind. She we was very, owe her very drinks. Kind. Yes. I would say we also had another highlight for me was going to the Drag Brunch. Um, Who was that? That's my type. Yes. That's my um, type. That's my type. Goody Magnum. She was amazing. Everyone and man, everyone, world know. Everyone needs to stop and know who this queen is. Give Goody her a Magnum. follow on Instagram. Her Instagram's not particularly extensive, but there are some performance pieces on there. Um, do catch up with her on Instagram. She's just an amazing, charismatic performer. She was absolutely fantastic. Um, the hostess, Bab, was also amazing. I thought Bab really kind of kept everybody drinking and laughing and kept the momentum going. Yeah. Um, and we did also, um, there was another performer, um, Goody did most of the performances, but there was also, um, well, she was, her name is escaping me now, but she, because she was injured, wasn't she? So she could only do one number, but she's um, Christoph Sarchi's daughter. Oh. Yeah. 
Look, why don't you do your thing? Why don't you try to find out who they're Imani is? Versace. Okay. Yeah, she was fab. She was really, really good. She could only do one performance, so because of her knee. Um, and there were the queens her we uncle, saw. Her uncle went click? Her uncle went click. <laughs> but in this case, it was her knee. Um, but we had a great time there Everyone, as well. we had a great time in Manchester Pride. We, yeah. we walked Pride. Mm. Like, Tom was so... First of all, Tom was moody. When I was like, girl, cancel the plans. It's, we're walking okay, Pride. Hands up, yeah. I'm not very, very good at adapting swiftly to a change in plan. But I did adapt. I did adapt and I had a great time. Yes. So, so she, everyone, she was moody. no need to expose me. She was moody. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm making us walk Manchester Pride. It was just like I hadn't had breakfast and I was in the middle of a task <laughs> and Look, all we, this. We had fun and we saw some queens. We saw Dakota Schiffer. Dakota and Black Pepper were and there. Pepper. We didn't have a chance to go up to them. Well, they didn't have a chance to come up to us. <laughs> okay. Can we just switch it around? Yes. Okay. Because we too are somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was a great time. I'm glad that we actually left the hotel and we 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 went out. We experienced with the general it. public. We engaged. We did. And um, my highlight definitely was tribe and walking pride and um, that brunch. Yeah, that really, was really absolutely fantastic. in highlight. So we had a great, great. time. Um, okay, Tom. Um, I heard that we have a review. Well, before we get onto our written review, I'd like to thank Ashley Madison for doing a lovely post on her story, um, chatting about spilling the GNT podcast. And it, it wasn't just like a kind of oh, they're cool shout out. She actually said why she likes us and and listens as well. And so incredibly flattered by yeah. that. And it was really really kind and thoughtful of her to do that. Absolutely, thank you so much, Ashley. Yeah, I've gone way too soon. I'm hoping there's a comeback oh. queen episode. I would love it if there's comeback. Tom, queen be episode. honest, be honest. Mm-hmm. Don't not just because she put up that review, <laughs> but if there's a comeback queen episode, yeah, who would you want to come back? Well, we've got our top five, haven't we? So we've got five queens who've gone. So it's a choice between Amal, Ivory, Rita, Ivana and Ashley. Yeah. For me it would be Ashley. Yeah. There's some fabulous queens in that selection but I felt, you know, Ashley's a snatch game winner. I found her a very intriguing character and I felt she had more to give the competition. I felt she was quite a central character so yeah. I was quite shocked. I was too. When she went home, mm. the, you know, the week after she won and not just the win, it's the snatch game. Yes. So yes. I thought that that, that would have meant something mm. but... Hey, it is what it is. Them's egg, eggs is eggs, as they say. But um, we've got a lovely um, review from Decker21, um, who's in the UK, I believe. Um, my new favourite podcast. Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, how have I only just discovered this wonderful podcast? Absolutely adore these two after only a few weeks of listening. So empathetic and insightful and an encyclopedic knowledge of the world of RuPaul. I save listening until Monday morning, so I have something to brighten up my return to work. That's incredibly sweet. Um, I never fail to smile for the entire time the podcast is on. Thank you so much for your wonderful work. I appreciate it. That's I appreciate you. I don't. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. <laughs> That's really, really kind. Thank you very, very much. Um, lovely. Thank you. It's great. Um, mm. Let's get into the world of drag race. Well, one thing I want to talk about before we get back into Down Under oh. is, um, even though we've not covered it, I've been, um, I'm about three quarters of the way through Drag Race France, and it's a really wonderful season. Like, I stand by our decision not to cover the non-English language ones now, because I'm sure, I'm certain a lot of the nuance is lost on me. Like the Snatch Game, I don't feel like I could have... I love the Amanda Leo impersonation, but I couldn't have contributed much, you know, to those cultural moments. But what a fantastic cast. You've seen a few episodes with me as well, haven't I you? have. Yeah, it's been on. So I, <laughs> yes. I've had to I was really shocked that I saw Kayona Rivlon there. Yes. And where did you know her from? I know her from the ball scene. She's she's mm. very well known in the in the actual ball scene. And also she was on Legendary. She was on Legendary. And I was like, that's not you said, oh, one of these girls, um, I think it was a talent show. Yeah. Well, the talent show was on and Kayona, um, Kayona was on. Yeah. And I was like, and you said, oh, she's from the ball scene. And I looked at her and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not, that is not Kayona Revlon, is it's it? It's Kayona Revlon. I could not believe it. I mean, yeah. I she, mean, done. She's really, she's fabulous. There's something really special about her, but it's such a great cast. I was just there going, who was going to try judge her, her Vogue? Who's going to try to judge her? Well, one of the judges is also from the ball scene. Okay. Yeah. Then not, His not name only, escapes me now. Not only could he judge, but he can appreciate yeah. the authenticity yeah, yeah, yeah. of her movement and the respect that she's giving everything because she yeah. knows the scene. And I think when you're from that scene and you you get a chance to 
showcase that talent mm. to you know a, a world that probably doesn't really know that much it, it means a lot and mm-hmm. so you really do give everything to yeah. make sure that it is it is a beautiful representation of that scene because it's a very cherished scene and people in that scene are so protective of it like Asha yeah they're so yeah they're fiercely yeah. protective of it they don't want people to come in and try change it mm-hmm. they don't want little people come in there and just like you know appropriating it yeah, you yeah. Know, I do understand yeah, that yeah there's, there's history there's so much history behind uh, the movements behind the art mm. and behind what they represent so mm-hmm. it's nice that Kayona is able to actually give an authentic she's a fabulous performance of that absolutely she absolutely is I have spoiled the winner for myself but I won't spoil it for you and I won't give any spoilers to our viewers who may not have seen it either um but so many lovely queens even aside from Kayona like Mami Wata there's something really special about her Sarah Forever amazing talent punani fantastic fashion queen and more one of my faves that i had a real soft spot for that i have a real soft spot is moon um who's actually from switzerland so i think she's the first swiss queen on any season but there's just something so magical and magnetic about her she's just absolutely lovely she's a romany gypsy um heritage as well and she represents she's a gypsy a gypsy um she represents that on some of the runways too but she's really beautiful compellingly beautiful and just like has this magical quality to her is she beautiful is she beautiful she's beautiful she's beautiful she's beautiful okay um, great so yeah yeah um i'm about three quarters of the way through so i've not seen the finale yet okay. but I, this isn't a spoiler but it, it is noteworthy i do know that the finale is actually outside of the u.s seasons the first live um, oh Lipsic that's Smackdown amazing finale yeah come on france oh and by the way nikki doll fantastic host i really really want to recognize she's really really fantastic there's a real warmth on Drag Race France, there's a real appreciation for the queens. Every runway, they're whooping, they're hollering, they're celebrating the queens. The critiques, somebody has to be in the bottom, but they do recognise everybody's talent. Um, and Nikki is just the right balance between authoritative but warm and approachable. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but when I remember when we started doing Canada's Drag Race mm-hmm. with Brooklyn Heights, mm-hmm. the queens were way too familiar. Yeah. They were way too familiar with, Brooke, mm-hmm. with Brooklyn. And I don't think that Brooklyn was able to really find that kind of authoritative yeah. stance that balance I don't think she really found it Mm-mm. has Nikki found it has I Nikki would say there? yes oh. yes I would say that Nikki they they clearly adore her and yes. they, they cheer for her every time she walks in through the door there's a warmth but not an over familiarity there's yeah. a respect good one thing I'd say that hamstrung Brooklyn is she didn't properly RuPaul herself. She didn't make herself the RuPaul because it was there was the rotating, wasn't there? That's it. Um, yeah. With Stacy and uh, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Yeah, that was that was silly. That was weird. I that was weird to, to me. That was weird to that me. That was weird to me. It was weird to me. Um, but yeah, check it out, guys. Drag Race France, really fab. Uh, uh, by the, one more thing, the runways. Okay. Like, it's French, so obviously, but I'm going to be putting those on the Instagram. Awesome. Mm. So, Drag Race Down Under, who's going to win? Yes. Who's, who are you right now as we stand before we get into this episode? Who's winning this season? The obvious answer is Hollywood. Absolutely. Um, we, I will say that Isis and Gabby are, are giving her a really good run for her money because both of them are really, really consistent. And Hollywood may have two wins, but um, Isis and Gabby have a win each, plus all of Gabby's mini challenge wins. Do not forget about those. <laughs> um, and um, they're very, very consistent. So I, they're the top three that I visualize at the moment. How about you? What do you think? I think this is Hollywood's season mm. um, as we stand. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've seen her falter. She's not been in the bottom two or the bottom three, I don't think. And I, she's been high a lot. I don't think we've seen her falter at all. I think she has been... Call she, her ganja because she's been high a lot, mama. <laughs> if it ain't green, I ain't into it. Oh, <laughs> it's really dry. Kind of like your vagina. <laughs> she's got nerve. <laughs> Oh. She puts the N in C-U-N-T. Oh, where my line is at. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. But you're right. Hollywood is really um, dominant in the competition. Hollywood is. Um, she's a main character. But you know who? I think Isis Avis. Yes. Yeah. There's something about her that's just majestic. 
yeah, yeah. she's just you can't dis- you can't discount her Definitely and then not. And, and then we have Labucci who's just damn lovable and she really is she yeah. is that girl next door she really is you know she's <laughs> girl next door and so much more she she is and um <laughs> so we can't I want more floor yeah and I and I'm not gonna I, I, won't, I won't stop saying that I, I mean <laughs> Floor is just so bloody charismatic, so bloody lovable, mm-hmm. and she's representing New Zealand as well as her home country. So I yeah. have to root yeah. for her. But Floor's just, she's just got something. She's you know, she's got- besties a Yuri guy. I didn't. Yeah. No. Um, Yuri um, does a lot of her photos and editing and stuff on Instagram. Oh, yeah. that's what friends do. Yeah, I do yeah. it for you. <laughs> let's get into the episode let's not count out bumper love as well like she's got such a big heart and a sense of warmth about her there's something really compelling about bumper too i think each of the queens have something her or floor desperately need to get a win to continue in this competition now absolutely um has because they're both lip-synced they're both lip-synced and neither has a win and the others haven't lip-synced. And they all have at least one And they one all win. have a win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So if Floor or Bumper don't win this episode, it's I think we can easily discount them for the win. Yeah, unless they pull a jujube, you know, and kind of get to the end with no wins. Well, pull a jujube and what? Keep com- coming keep coming back what, Come what is back it for 28 like, people, seasons people of drag keep race coming for shangela like oh she keeps coming back no 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 juju b as you know she's that cockroach you just can't you can't get rid of her not just, the cockroach you can't get rid of juju b and to be honest i don't want to get rid of her she's damn lovable, i want more juju b more juju b i will say there. with the caveat when she wants it i want her to be in full juju b shining sparkling mode you know, which she kind of was not on UK versus the world. She wasn't quite herself on that. I felt like she was just in the area. <laughs> I felt like she was just in the area. They're like, oh, look, we need one more person. Someone's cancelled. Can you come? She goes, fine, but I'm bringing these blow up balloons. I'm bringing these blow up snakes for my runway. So this is what I've got. Yeah. Or can you just yeah. work the runways around that? Yeah. This is what I have. Change the runway themes yeah. immediately. Thank yeah, you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. Ah, uh, the episode is started. The yes. girls have just come back after sending our lovely Ashley Madison home. Yeah. Bumper Love has won a lip sync. Congratulations mm. to her. Yes. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about the decision? Do you agree? Um, I, th- I th- We covered it last week, really, didn't we? Um, I think it was quite close in the lip sync. I think you were actually more drawn to Bumper and I was more drawn to Ashley's performance, as I recall. Mm. It was a bit like, mm, but Ashley's got a win, you know, all that's well, way yeah. in her favour. Yeah, we did But it was say quite that. a close lip sync and that's what the outcome was. does feel like there's a personality missing now, though, from the room, I think. There is. Yeah. Because she was a central character. Mm. Now, I do want to say that Bumper Love said this. She says that she's a bit shocked that they're not seeing her confidence. And what I want to say in response to that is mm. please don't go overcompensating it like many yeah. other people do. They start thinking, oh, you want to see confidence, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show I'll you show confidence. show you my confidence. And mm. they just go OTT over the top and um, kind of just misunderstand understand the mm. directive so i think I, I i don't want you to do it too much this episode Definitely. please don't please don't overdo it do you know we've kind of recapped everybody's status on the leaderboard haven't we we mm. noticed something very intriguing about um gabriella labucci um she's got a lovely pokemon tattoo on her okay, hip. right she's got a squirrel and a charmander on her left hip there must be a bulbasaur just around there the side. has to be yeah there, there is no way that there is i'm sure there's a bulbasaur somewhere Anybody who's listening who knows, please let us know. There may even, if you're going to, because technically, if you're going to include all of the Generation 1 starters, then Pikachu is also a starter because he he was in yellow. Okay. Technically. Yes. Okay. So if if you're sitting next to Labucci right now, if you can just, you know, you know, with with consent, with consent, please check. um, Rip her shirt off (laughs) and tell us if there is a Bulbasaur Mm -hmm. or a Pikachu. I mean, Tom and I are huge Pokemon fans. Yeah. Um, Tom especially. We're very much looking forward to the DLC for Scarlet and Violet, which is coming out actually in a couple of weeks now. Um, and it's the Mewtwo Terror Raid battle that we're yet to give a go because it looks really difficult. It looks but a bit we, scary. We're going to try, aren't we? It's a bit scary, doesn't it? Looks it? Really, Mewtwo is quite scary. Well, we're there. Misunderstood, what? isn't he? 
Give me your top three drag queen Pokemon. I'll go so first. So easy. Okay, you go first then, because I've got like 10. Uh, Jinx. Yeah, she is number one. She Jinx. is a drag queen. Jinx is the only one. Um, is it Feromosa? Feromosa. Yeah, she's the one like Naomi Campbell. Oh, it is Feromosa? Yeah. And then my third one would be... Um, Gardevoir. Yeah, is a good one. I could add more to that i would say primarina oh yes she is stuntalina um sarina with her oh, boots. lovely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um oh, i could choose so many but i'm gonna go for gothitelle just to oh give my us God, that gothic gothitelle. Yeah. yes yeah, gothitelle yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. so right. many i could choose though that's that's a very limited because i quite often like when we're playing pokemon having a little battle my theme is sometimes Pokemon, Pokemon girl band, basically. Okay. Yeah. Right. Everyone, this week's maxi is that they have to show off their individual charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent at the annual drag brunch. Yeah. Now, it's not... So, what it sounds like to me is that it's not going to be like last season of no. drag or um, drag was down under where they did um, pairs kind of like a comedy not like a yeah, hostess that's hosting it. a hosting it, set I thought it was actually a really good twist on a comedy challenge because it put it in a real world drag situation exactly and that's kind of what I want to see mm. I love it when there's a challenge where we get to see what the girls are like at work when they're hosting when yeah. they when they take charge of mm. a, a brunch when they take charge of an evening yes and they you know for, for so last year's sorry last season's one where we got to see i mean queen kong and queen Minnie kong cooper. And, right, Minnie cooper, cooper and queen kong they're a great pair they and, really were i mean queen kong came alive yeah because she'd had a bumpy couple of episodes yeah. um her and Minnie worked fantastically together and they had a really good concept and it was Minnie well. cooper the ally Yes, the ally. The ally. And then we had um, our Kiwi sisters, Mm. Yuri Guy and Spanky Jackson, and that was just a a genius moment. They shone and got the win, didn't they? Even with Yuri Guy's eye infection. Her bug eye, bless her. Mm. Yeah, she had conjunctivitis or something, didn't she? And Mm. it was a, you know, dashing off to A&E situation. I've heard more than one queen say that possibly Yuri Guy was favoured by the production team. Possibly. We've heard... A bit that she was liked. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, you know, she was blame them for loving her. Highly favoured. She had a, a um, endearing underdog quality to her in the sense that she seemed actually quite reserved and artistic, but was clearly really talented, especially visually. It was nice to see her come alive in comedy because she was actually quite good in the Snatch game too. That's right. Her Courtney Love was actually, I'd say, top three. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. Um, who else was there? We had um, yeah, the two Hobbits. <laughs> Their description, not ours. Yeah. Hannah and... Um, Hannah Condor and Molly and Poppins. Molly Poppins. Um, yeah. I think they ended, didn't they end up... They're they were the critiqued. Bottom. They were critiqued. They didn't lip sync. Um, because it was Beverly versus uh, uh, Pomada. Oh, yes. Because they, they were just attacking... They were just the attacking psych- each other. <laughs> they were, the psychic energy was off. They were like knocking on each... They were, just, they were, they were literally mm. knocking on each other on yeah. stage. Yeah. Like, you missed up. Yeah, uh-huh. you're not funny. That wasn't no. That toast was not. That was shit. That shit. You yeah. drag shit. You hear shit. You lip sync shit. You're shit. You're a stupid bitch. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. And that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, we love each other. <laughs> this week's maxi challenge is more akin to Drag Race Down Under season one, where they had that talent extravaganza, yeah. and um, I thought we'd have a quick chat about that. Okay, if you want because to. Because it was... If you want to, it, I, I, can, I can bring it to mind. It was a bit controversial to me. To you? To, to me. Yeah. I want to start by saying that Scarlett Adams had an amazing pole routine. It's one of those, isn't it? Because it was such a challenging watch that season because we knew about Scarlett's um, blackface um, and, you know quite reprehensible really in the way that there wasn't adequate remorse demonstrating that cast a big shadow over her and the whole season gotta give it to her though it was a fantastic um pole dance routine you just can't deny that absolutely amazing it was so good the best pole routine we've ever had on that show because i think she was an actual pole dancer Yeah. yeah yeah 
And then we had the likes of, for me, this is where it went wrong. I put, I enjoyed Keita Means' um, revelation dress. Reveal. Revelation dress. Reveal, ponder, reveal, ponder, reveal, Spe- ponder, reveal. Speaking of Pokemon, revelation dance. It was, yeah, it <laughs> was good. Revelation dance. Um, and, and also, I really loved uh, Electra. Yes. And her contemporary dance. It was good. It was technical. It showed skill. And then they chose to just instead critique her on something else when that was her dress and hair when clearly she wanted freedom of movement so she was wearing a loose fitting dress and i think the hair was like deliberately kind of you know i want to toss this about it looks a bit disheveled i'm conveying emotion i don't want to look too polished well you're not going to go out there looking like violet chachki and do a contemporary dance in a corset in a corset and six inch stilettos i think they missed the mark they absolutely missed the mark that episode. They wanted a plot. Like, it was also her best runway as well. That episode when yeah. she was um, Moulin Rouge. She was the Moulin Rouge on the swing kind of thing. But also a bit cabaret, a bit. Um, they did her dirty. They wanted the Kita versus Electra lip sync. The Kiwi the, girls. Yeah. And also um, Ele- uh, Kita being her boss. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, but it was so cack-handed because like. I love Art Simone, and I think she was actually given a raw deal that season because of her favour, because it did her no favours. Yeah. Because she's talented in her own right, and they should have just given her respect and let her do her own thing. Her her clowning thing was hard to understand. It went over my head. I'm not bright enough to get what she was doing when she was eating the pie and um, putting a fist in her mouth. <laughs> um, and then there was Karen's Balloon Animals. Animula. Animula. Okay. Singular. Singular. The judging was ropey that episode. It really, really was. I do not want that kind of judging on this episode. I do not want a season one Mm -hmm. talent show judging here on this down under three. No, no, no. (laughs) On this day, Mama. No, not today. Please. I I think they've come a long way since season one. I think. We we absolutely adored season two of Down Under and it kind of undid a lot of damage. And I think we've seen much better judging and representation in everything yeah. this season. Mm. All right, let's get a little um, convo going very, very quickly. I'll tell you what if the girls are doing. Hollywood says she's going to be singing opera and doing mm. one of her songs or something. I mean, okay. Is, is that what you heard? Yes. Yeah. And I'm intrigued because obviously we know that she's a fab performer. Yeah. And I think I would have expected like a lip sync type of performance, but the opera singing bit has me really intrigued. She's coming for Monet Exchange. She really gig. is. I will say one of the Pimble most. Head, I got the covers. <laughs> Let's put that to one side, but come back to her All Star 7. Oh, wow. One of the best talent show performers in terms of like. We knew that she could sing opera. We knew she was trained, but I had well, we heard it. She told us, and yeah, but yeah, that's right. I had not heard it myself. But when that that beautiful voice, that bass came out, she was just amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was an absolute wow moment. So I'm really excited to see what Hollywood does now. Definitely, Labucci's a professional hula hooper. She then admits on the stage that might be a little stretch. I, I just love this. She, you know what? If someone's having fun this season... It's Gabby. It's Gabby. She really is. She, she's just, like, taking the piss. Do you know what I like about her, though? Like, she, she, she has these fun moments, but actually, when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, she expresses a lot of thoughtfulness and care for others as well. Yeah. Tom, you're so insightful. Well, I, I think she's insightful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just love it. I'll, I'll love to see her CV, you know? Mm. I bet it's quite diverse. Professional actually. hula hooper, drag queen artist, <laughs> fashion icon. Apparently, I party mean, scene girl as well. Party scene girl. <laughs> yeah. We've got Isis Avis Loren. Now, I'm very curious because she didn't want to give too much away, but she mm. said that she's doing a performance constructed around a song that she's chosen. <laughs> I'm guessing like look- interpretive dance kind of thing. She was also holding something when she was chatting to Reese. She was saying that it's something about mental health. And battling it, and it's a message performance, and she's sharing her story. My only thing about that is, mm-hmm. I love these types of performances, but a lot of the times when you're doing a message performance, or you're doing, you know, especially something with mental health, mm. context is important, but not just context. You you need you need a, a build up 
and sometimes it takes time. Mm. You, you need that time to create the the drama and to, to really showcase the story. So maybe the uh, format with just having a few minutes is I, difficult. I, I, well, I don't know. We didn't get to see the rehearsals, did we? No. And no. a lot of the times you need props and you need uh, you know imagery and sometimes the, the words. Mm-hmm. The, the, there's words in the song, or maybe it's your voice that is telling it through the mm-hmm. music. So um, I'm very curious to see how she's going to pull that all together. To me, it sounds like a big task, and I'm excited. She did mention mental health, but she also described it in a more general sense. I think it's about weathering the storm, facing life's challenges kind of thing. So we'll see how that translates. Mm. Bumper love, bumper love is doing... bumper, my darling. She is showing her confidence, mama. She's showing a lot. She's showing a lot. She's doing stand up, which she's never done before. Why are you? Why is? Why would anyone use this opportunity as as a first to do something? Okay, I've never done it before, but you know what? I'm gonna do it on RuPaul's Drag Race. Bumper is so lovely and so warm, and I I adore her. But I don't think this is a good decision on her part. Oh, you think I'm not confident? Well, I'm going to do something I've never done before, Mama, <laughs> on your show. Tell me what, Tell me if you see confidence in there. What worries me is, I mean, there is a bit no. of a curse around stand-up challenges in Drag Race. Derek Barry, um, Jasmine, Jasmine Masters. Masters being possibly one of the worst examples. Well, Trinity K. Bonet. Trinity K. Bonet. And the also awkward... kind of a Ryan story as well. Y- yes. Oh, I mean, um, it just doesn't work. A couple have broken the curse recently because Darian Lake was amazing. She will not be aware of this. But also Drag Race France, Ginger Bitch, did okay. um, really quite a, a, a good stand-up performance. It's just... It's just the, what worries me is the lack of preparedness that puts her in the same ballpark as Jasmine that's Masters. It, that's it. If, if she came in, see, I've got this really, really good piece that I do every night and it, it, it always gets people going, well, I've got, yeah. I've got a go-to set that's guaranteed laughs. Yeah. You know, if she came with that confidence, you know, that real confidence, mm-hmm. then I would be like, yes, get, get it. But no, not not if it's the first time. Well, like maybe she'll... she'll, she'll Prove us wrong. She may well. I, I would love to have my expectations confounded in this particular instance because she's so lovely. Absolutely. But, you know, it's like Gabby tried to offer gentle counsel around this as well. Like, there is a bit of a curse around this. Do you want to hit us with some of your material? And it really worried me because she was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's like her first response. We're known for being a bitch. I know. And it's like my darling, darling bumper. Um, we'll see how it's and we, we saw her with with reese and um that nice lady as well and there's something about a dog having a wee which was entertaining <laughs> like it was more of a kind of like i don't really know what i'm watching so i'm, I'm kind of gripped it's what's happening yes we'll see do you know what i want to say so sorry i won't keep banging on about this there's a difference between being warm and funny and entertaining like bumper is and being a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. what is it they're two different things yeah i knew it i knew it I knew <laughs> they're two that. different skills i think we got a floor who's doing a um cpr demonstration I'm really intrigued by this one actually. A, a red cross um you know day course cpr <laughs> with a blow-up door she, so floor's a nurse she's a nurse fabulous look at that uh, multi-talented queen she keeps her cards close to her chest doesn't she it's the first time we've heard this mm. and i guess speaking of floor there was a really really like affecting okay yeah mirror moment i guess before we go on to the performances because we've not seen them yet um so floor um shared with the girls the meaning behind her name and it's her mother's name and she she told this this really tragic story about her mum um she she became really unwell with she said high blood pressure so I, I don't know if it was like a clamp or something like that but she be, she be, it was essentially either she survives or the baby survives situation and obviously she's an amazing hero because she sacrificed her life so that Floor could be born I I don't think I've ever there are very few drag race stories that have touched me in this way. It was genuine. Like, how could it not be tear jerking? It was yeah. the most tragic thing. We do the whole, I was hiding behind the mic trying to hold my little tear. Mm. Um, but that, yeah, it's because when you think about it and you, you, you know, you're, you, you're pregnant and you're carrying this child and you're yeah. excited. It should be such a time of joy. And and, and then the moments really come and, and then it just takes this turn and i i, I mean horribly it's just, tragic i could never 
I, I don't I, I don't wish that upon anyone and I'm so mm. sorry that that's what you had to go through the it's, family had to go through and and it, it's, it's it's just I guess like Flo has done her best to turn the tragedy of her very birth into something or at least to inform something beautiful which is her drag arts and her drag persona and she honors her mum every day through her drag and her beauty and I think this is such a rare moment where we actually got to see a bit of, oh, I'd like to say it, vulnerability. vulnerability. Well, what I mean really is the person behind the floor persona. Yeah. Um, and as Gabby said, actually, like, I feel really honored that she shared such a personal story with us all. The other thing I was thinking about, which wasn't mentioned, um, I wonder if that was part of her reason to go into nursing. Oh. Um, in order to, you know, support and care for others, given that the start of her life was marred by a medical tragedy. And she, she works with people with dementia. And it takes a, I will say it takes a really special kind of, of nurse and practitioner to um, to work with people with dementia. Because it's really, it's very rewarding, but it's very challenging. Thank you, Flo. Yeah, thanks, Flo. Thank it, you, was, Flo. You know, Thanks for sharing that. Let, mm. Let's not skippity skip hip hop over the whole debacle with the running order <laughs> of the show. It became a bit of a conversation, didn't it? Well, it did. And so the running order originally is Isis being starting it off and closing Sorry, it off. We can't go back Isis, to Isis, Avis, Lorraine yeah. starting <laughs> it off and then having Hollywood close it. If mm-hmm. Laura in the middle, second would be Bumper, and then, you know, second to last would be. Uh, Labucci. Uh-huh. Now it is it is it is a known fact that Bumper Love <laughs> do want to be going first. Yeah. She said it quite outrightly because she is what confident. Well, do you know what Bumper <laughs> knows? She needs to make a splash this episode. She knows that you know she's in the bottom two last week. She knows that she's potentially in danger. She doesn't have a win. She wants to make a splash, and I yeah. think that's what's going on here. Okay, well, she she really wants and needs to prove herself, but then I think it's it's Hollywood like not really putting her first, and then that kind of started the whole. Why 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 not you put me first if Isis doesn't want to go first? Mm. Why are you putting someone else there when I'm sick and shouldn't I go first? It was quite funny. And how it she, was she turned straight to Gabby. It's like, well, do you want to go first? Exactly. <laughs> now my my thing is this: I was so like, yes, Bumper, get her. Get her. Like, fight for your first place. Fight for your confidence, mama. Fight for going first. Yeah. And then and then the minute Hollywood said, well, this is why I thought mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to. Yeah. And then immediately Bumper's like, oh, okay. No, I see it. I, I see it. And then she kind of gave in. And I thought, well, that's... Our theme is confidence. No, no fight for no, 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 no. Don't, don't go back. You, you've yeah. got this. You've got this. And you, you kind of, you, you know, Tyra Banks. Like, We're rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> and then she kind of happily took second place. Um, after Hollywood was like, "Wow, this is why I thought." What do you think? And she's like, "Actually, you are. Maybe you're right. Yeah. You know if, what? Thank you. I'll go second. If Bumper was Tyra in this situation, Hollywood was Naomi. Yeah, yeah, it is." <laughs> I think I think um, Hollywood was she was thinking about the good of the performance as a whole, and I think she took Reese's advice, um, and that's what steered her away from. I mean, everybody else came in with a clear concept, and it is true. Bumper's still working kind of on the fly with this, mm. um, but I, I like Hollywood's faith in her own performance in terms of going last. <laughs> yeah. So I don't care what's happening. I'm going last. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm, I can either open the show or I could close <laughs> it out and let them eat cake. <laughs> oh, Alexis Michelle makes makes a debut in every bloody she podcast. Every she episode. is just, she is the life force of this podcast. <laughs> we bow down. We pray to the Alexis Michelle. <laughs> just is. like this, there's no situation where Alexis is not relevant. Oh. It's just, there are, there isn't. She's that bitch. She's, She's that, that girl. Bitch and we She's knew that, she yeah, was. She knew she was. Welcome to the talent show extravaganza drag yes. brunch. We've just seen uh, Gabriella Labucci. We're going to do queen by queen. Uh-huh. Um, you go first. What do you think of Gabby's performance? What do I think of it? 
Yeah. I, you know what? Let's start with this. She okay. looked amazing. Love this sort of like Harlequin slash 20s flapper. Well, I guess kind of matched the music. So it was very like Charleston-y, wasn't it? Yeah, very yeah. much that. She looked mm. amazing. I thought that the outfit, the makeup, I loved it. And she, you know what? She was bloody confident. <laughs> she committed. She committed. She committed. 100%. She committed to the the stupidity of <laughs> the performance that she committed to the piss take. Mm-hmm. She committed to just, you know, the, the tomfoolery. It was tomfoolery. It and yeah. it was the commitment and the confidence that that will get you everywhere. It will. It, it will, will get you everywhere. Do, do anything with confidence, <laughs> it's supposed to happen. It, now, the I, I, you know what? If what she was going for was a piss take of mm-hmm. hula hooping and not giving a shit, then she nailed the brief. I think that's what it was. I mean, it was, it was like <laughs> clowning with a hula hoop theme, yeah. I think. Yeah, so she nailed what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how the judges are going to receive it. That's right, yeah. Because there were bits in there that I thought took skill. Like, I can't skip through a hula hoop. Okay. And she did the thing with her leg. Do you know who I thought had the most talent on that stage? And this is not a read. I thought that when Ben, the pit crew guy, was able to throw the hula hoop on her, I was like, <laughs> hey, wow, that's that's a lot of talent. I was, because, you know, that's that's hard. But Gabby had the talent of catching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I agree with you. This could go either way in terms of how the judges receive it. I enjoyed this performance. It was unusual and it was different. We are not in COVID anymore. Why? Where is 100% the audience? 100% agree. Dry house is such an injustice exactly. to these queens. We're, we're, come off it. Come off it, mate. They can't just sit there looking at Michelle's stony face. All ruse. Rue can go one way or, or the other. To be other. honest, Reese Reese gives a bit too much or too little. Like he overreacts. <laughs> he he, she she is a she is giving a way too much. Yeah, her reactions are way too much, and she needs to really stop. <laughs> Okay, Miss Reese. She's a wild one. She's like um, Ron Weasley in terms of like exaggerated facial expressions. <laughs> is it because Ron's also a ginger? Is that why you maybe chose the, him? Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't mm. see color. Okay, yeah, but that, that's what I think of the performance. I think that it wasn't supposed to be something like amazing. She she went out there to take the piss, and she absolutely did what she wanted to do. Yeah, it depends on how they want to receive that. Mm-hmm. But you got to give it the, for the confidence. If I would have liked it. If there had been like some actual Grace Jones style good hula hooping in oh. the middle, just to show that she can do it. But I get it, it was a clowning piece and I was entertained. So we've got Bumper Love up next, who did a comedy set. Um, Is that what it was? Tom, <laughs> leave her alone. Leave me alone. No, I say that with love, yeah, because it was more like high concept performance art than it was a comedy set. Like, I don't think we should categorize it. <laughs> I think this just was what it was. Do you know what I'm thinking? I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of her in the workroom coming up with a set, pen mm-hmm. in her hand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. empty page there, and mm-hmm. she's going, oh my God, guys, guys, yeah. I got this. I know exactly what's going to make them laugh. <laughs> Pissing as but a... She was inspired by her own doggy, wasn't she? Who pees while, like, looking around furtively, apparently. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk. Let's talk turkey. I... <laughs> I... I don't know where to... St- I don't know where to start. Yeah. I want to start with... I... The... I don't. I don't know, Tom. I'm. I'm lost. Okay, let, let me try. Let me try. So I. I do think. I don't. I don't think we should categorize this as a conventional stand-up set. It just wasn't. It was performance art. Okay, and it was something that only Bumper can do. Because not just Bumper, but Serena Chacha. <laughs> she <laughs> knows all about performance art. <laughs> soft sculpture. Soft sculpture. <laughs> you said that then, like soft shell. Um, um. So. She got a really good response from Rue. I felt like Rue Rue just like decided halfway through, I'm going to control what's going on here. And I think that's the issue for Mm -hmm. me in this set, Lyde, is that you you lost your power when you started taking orders from the crowd. When you, yeah, I think, I think that's, I think. When you're on stage, you need to hold mm. the hold the stage. You need to be in control. Yeah. And the second you became a puppet, it, you kind of lost your power and appeal. And I think that 
it, it, it should have been turned around. It was like, yeah. oh, well, Rue, you, you know what? This is, no, no, well, it could have just been like, well, you know what, Rue, actually, this is what you would be yeah, as, yeah, a, yeah, absolutely. As, as a dog. Yeah, yeah. You would have, that's what it should have been. Do the judges. Yeah. She, they should have, she, that's what I feel should have happened in order to get the control back. But then as soon as it happened, it kind of, for me, it, it, it took away the strength of the performance. And for me, the I, I kind of started to lose trust in being yeah. in good hands of the host. That's that's, that's yeah. just my opinion. She didn't have a prepared answer for her own Dougie PP mm. um, performance. And it became very stream of consciousness at that point. It did. To the point where like, I'm, I'm kind of losing the thread here. And like I'm really enjoying this glimpse into the mind of Bumper Love. <laughs> but I'm lost. <laughs> Yeah. she's exhibiting flight of ideas at this point uh, yeah i'm sorry um, i'm sorry i i love you bumper i love bumper and i will say i was entertained but i'm not sure if i can we'll see what else comes but i don't know if i can rate this as like a stand-up comedy performance yeah but the glimpse into the mind of bumper was wonderful I just want to say Floor has arrived. Yeah. This is the floor I've been dying to see. Such a good showcase of her personality and talent. And charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put into a performance as a choreographed performance. Mm -hmm. And I think we all loved it. So she did a CPR tutorial. She did. And it was just, you know what? This is what needs to be taken to all the workplaces yes. when they need to do their you know their first aid refresher yeah i think they need a higher floor absolutely i think floor will make it entertaining fun memorable and people will learn something totally and i hope people at home did learn something i mean i bloody enjoyed it she was funny yeah she was funny i loved it um the the beginning, which is like you know, the, the more you drink, the the more realistic and pretty I am. But if you start to look like Bumper, uh-huh. then have a sip of water. And I like it, how she took Bumper's joke but built on it. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I also think that the accent also made it a, added to the flavor and the humor. Yes, yeah, uh, undoubtedly, cool. undoubtedly. Yeah. And the, again, just like her charisma and her just her flair makes things funnier. Mm. Um, she looked like a million dollars. I think this is a Louis Vuitton reference, actually. Oh. This nurse, the, there's a Louis Vuitton runway. Can't remember when it was, but it was kind of, it was yeah, kind of like transparent, plasticky nurses' outfits. Oh, see, I was yeah. getting more um, Heath Ledger. Uh, okay, maybe that and drag for their nurse scene and or um, the Joker or sexy nurse Ratched. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's all it's all there. It's, it's all there. She's it's everything. Everywhere. It was funny. The shimmy was funny. The the fact, you know what? She got me. She she grabbed me. She got me, and I was with her. Mm-hmm. And she added her own flavor and humor to it. Yeah, this is a very good performance from Floor. Very good. My favorite so far. Yep. Yep. Isis Avis Lauren with her. What I felt was contemporary dance. Yes. Um, I'm going to categorize it. Yeah. If I had to categorize it, it would mm. be contemporary interpretive dance. Mm. Now, I know that she did say it was a, a message performance mm-hmm. and it was a mental health, you know, it's based around that. And I did I did say that it's, it's really hard because it's, you don't get that much time to really give the context mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. saying outright, this is what the stance is and this is what these movements are there and this symbolizes that. That's, it wouldn't have helped it. Yeah. To have done that. So she, what I saw was a beautiful performance, mm-hmm. a lovely performance. Um, when she brought out those two swirlies, let's call them swirlies. Swirlies, yeah, that's the technical was term, just, I think. It was beautiful. Yeah. The, the choice of the color against the beautiful white that she had on yeah. the contrast was lovely. Her spins were just beautiful. The way that she, it was, she was working it. Everything yeah. was working. That was, um, f- for me, this performance would be, for example, in a dance, part of a dance set. Yeah. So the first dance is um, meeting someone, you know, you, you meet someone. And then the second dance piece dance is where you, you, you know, you, you built something. The third dance is the crash hmm. or oh, something's happened between there. And then the fourth dance will be this. Hmm. The fourth dance will be this, where it's her breaking free and finding herself. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so I feel like this was part of an, of a dance, um, a dance a whole dance number a whole dance mm. you know dedicated to the story 
and I think that that's where this would fit. Mm-hmm. But on its own, all I see is a beautiful dance, and I don't get the story that much. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I get where you're coming from. But yeah, I, I, I don't have a lot to add to what you've said. It was just a really beautiful performance. Oh, it was beautiful. And particularly, I love the swirlies as well. The swirlies. Yeah, and they were concealed within her boots, like weapons. She twirled and twirled she twirled and swirled that's all i need need to hear a lovely lovely beautiful piece and i love you closing it off hollywood star yes i mean um i saw a very like slick um modern dance and lip sync performance i thought she was really fab um, I like the song a lot, and I think that's that must be her own song, right? I think it is. Yes, check it out on uh, iTunes and Spotify later. Um, so yeah, I th- I thought she was really, really fab. I liked the reveals. I liked uh, the the opening with the vocals was really, really different. Um, that was the 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 operatic moment. She was fab, um, and I thought that was like a, it's always like an interesting way of introducing a, a song. Um, so I thought she was fab, definitely. Um, definitely, I think she's in the kind of top half this this episode. I don't think we're yet to see a weakness from Hollywood star. Mm. I mean, even in the improv acting, the thing about her is that she didn't, even if she wasn't an actress, she didn't give in to the fact that she wasn't an actress. She gave it a hundred percent. She's got a very can-do attitude, she, I yeah, think, she, Holly. She's got what we call killer instinct. She's here to yeah. win. She really is here to win. Out of anybody in this cast, I fully agree with you. She's the one who has her, her sights most set on the win. And she's had plenty of opportunity to showcase her her true strength i think which is performance ability lip syncing um you know setting a stage alight and everything else she can she can do you know really well or good enough what i got from this performance is when it comes to a lip sync if she's ever in the bottom, it's going to be a good lip sync. She's just not going home. Uh, it's going There's to no be way a good of sending this girl home. Because not only does she have good movement and good mm. musicality, like she was hitting every... Well, she, yeah. she should. I mean, it's her song. But yeah. I feel like she was hitting every beat, that thing in the hand and the way yeah, that yeah. she didn't just hit it. She hit it and let it simmer. And she, she's really good. She, uh, and so I, I really want to see her. I kind of want to see her lip sync now. But she also <laughs> bloody serves it in the face. There's no way she's lip syncing this her episode. Her face, but I mean, it's house of ferocity in that yes. face. She really gives. Runway time? Yes. Yes? Or do you want to tell us? Well, first of all, who was your fave? Give me your ranking. Um, well, I'm going to say my fave was probably... I'll tell you who I th- thought won, and maybe who I thought was in the bottom two. Okay. So, um, floor one for me, I think. Agreed. I thought it was a really good breakout moment for Floor. Um, I think um, I'm worried about Bumper. Mm-hmm. I think that's obvious, unfortunately. It's hard for me to think of who else would be in the bottom two, because I, I think Bumper was the one who clearly struggled the most, and everybody else was kind of like good or great. Um, if they don't get Gabby, then she's in the bottom two. Yeah. Because um, I think Isis was great. Hollywood is really solid. I think the only one that they potentially might not get is Gabby. Maybe the runways will make a difference. What do you think? I agree with exactly what you said. Yeah, okay. The winner should be Floor this week. Bumper Love's in the bottom two, definitely. Who's going to join her? I think that the other two showed a bit more technical. Mm-hmm. I think Isis Evers Loren and Hollywood showed a bit more technical skill yeah. in theirs. What it took to do their number, it, you know, it wasn't a piss take. It was choreographed. It was performed. Mm. And, it, you know, it, that kick, I mean, come on. <laughs> so I think by default from there, Gabby might be in the bottom. Gabby did a good kick as well. She did, yes. Category is backyard barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> backyard barbecue. It's an interesting theme. I guess it reminds me of the um, backyard ball from um, All Stars Five. Oh yes. What was Juju B's name? Oh, I can't remember. She put on a good character though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Uh we have the lovely Labuche. God, this Labuche. is a great Bloody hell, look at you. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it feels really different for her as well. And she she's taking the feedback from the judges that she's leaning up. This could be a very camp look, and it is a camp look, but she's given it like a fashion-y twist with like the the hair and the makeup. Um a, a far more like severe. So she's like an angry 
angry ketchup bottle, but like a fashion angry ketchup bottle. I mean, the latex is really fantastic. Um, I wonder who's done this. I don't have a point of reference, but I just I think this is really fun, really cool and and really fashion. I think this is great. I think this is amazing. Mm. I think I'm wow. Do you know what I love? She can trans like she knows how to transform. She's come yeah. in as a different character. That that girl walking down there is absolutely severe she will cut your tires the makeup is great the outfit is just delicious really really good wow the way she's patted herself and the way it clings to her curves is gorgeous i keep thinking when she walked into the room i did not expect these kind of runways from her this is look i could see like alaska doing Mm. because it's at the intersection of like camp and um and fashion bumper love coming in as sandra d (laughs) i think this is so cute now I didn't get it until she mentioned the barbecues mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, for people who don't understand, uh-huh. this definitely fits the theme. Okay, go on. Can you elaborate a little bit for maybe well, people well, yeah, I mean, who um, don't get it? If you, well, especially in New Zealand, when you think about, um, like she, she mentioned it herself, like when you see gang members and you, mm-hmm. so when you think about gatherings and that, they're always wearing their jackets to represent the their gang, their leather okay. jackets to, you know, to represent the gang. So this is absolutely in theme and i think that she is amazing for bringing that to light she looks so good as well her shape is gorgeous because obviously bad sandy is quite a simple outfit because it's, it's all black with the leather jacket but her curves look gorgeous the hair and makeup is fab but i think she looks really really lovely um Fraud. this is so cute from floor so i'm the reference i'm potentially getting here is the mosquito when was it was it 2016 the bonfire of the vanities um collection which has been referenced a few times on drag race we've seen diabetti do it we've seen mistress isabel brooks do it but this is another fun take on it because i love how she's got this this barbecue headpiece creating these singes on an otherwise flawless dress and she looks really oh, really pretty floor a floor dress a floor less dress yeah i love it she's it's cute. looking really it's pretty cute. Yeah. what about isis avis loren well is isis avis loren italian um, because this is such a strong Italian theme this season. But I love the character. She's good. She's usually like severe and fashiony on the runway. So it's really nice to see her do something camp. Um, I think after the reveal, this um, kind of very Dolce & Gabbana um, leopard print dress giving us um, this gorgeous Italian housewife character is fun. And I love the camp that she injected into the presentation. Absolutely. Especially seeing that we... What we witnessed in her performance was something very serious. Yes, yeah, nice it's, contrast. It's nice to see this contrast. It's nice. It's nice. It's, it's nice. Different. It's different. It's unusual. It's just nice. Next up, we got Hollywood looking like the star. Of course, Love giving this. us references for days. Go on. Which which runway is this? Mosquito. <laughs> Our second Mosquito reference of the episode. Um, so she's referencing the um, spring 2023 Mosquito collection, which was based uh, around um, inflatable accoutrements. So it ranged from kind of quite conventional it was a ready-to-wear collection quite conventional like dresses with like one little inflatable attachment all the way up to the kind of thing that hollywood is wearing here which is a full rubber inflatable ensemble so camp so fun is this what jujube was serving in uk versus the world maybe no but i have wondered if she was trying to reference iris van herpen actually (laughs) you're trying to make it work and you're like all right sure there has to be a reason i know like what was going on here my mind hasn't changed about who's the tops or bottoms but i do want to appreciate that each of these looks are lovely really do you know what these season three girls are really serving on the runway they're really really consistent the future on my last week was fantastic this is of a very high standard as well absolutely i think they're doing great Congratulations to Isis Avis Lorraine, her yes. second win. Congratulations. Yep. Puts her up there with Hollywood. Absolutely. Um, she was a great performer this week. We did think it would go to Floor. Yeah. Um, and clearly Floor thought so too, bless her. Um, but, you know, very well deserved. Another win for Isis Avis Lorraine. Um, we had a little moment on the runway, actually, didn't we, in the judging, where um, Hollywood asked for some direct feedback. And she got direct feedback. Um, Rue gave it. And I guess it made sense in that, you know, Hollywood has come in as a very laser focused. We have seen sweet moments from her, but I don't think Rue has seen that because her performances are always so slick and Mm. professional. Um, So uh, let's see how that carries over into the next episode. But I I do think Rue sees a star in Hollywood. 
Um, and, you know, she has her own reasons for having her barriers up. It's hard, mm. you know. Um, so who are our bottom two? Bottom two is Gabby Labucci and Bumper Love. And they had to lip sync to... Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet. What did you think? Uh, I'd give it to Gabby. That was a very quick answer, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) It was was a very, like, fun, camp, energetic lip sync. Um, I think Gabby got the vibe of the song a bit better. Okay. Yep. What do you think? Um, I thought it was beautifully manic. It was. It was, isn't it? I, um... I, yeah, it was beautifully manic. And if someone matched the the energy and the mayhem of that song, mm. it was Labucci. But I think she did it in a more controlled way than Bumper. Do you? I think so, yeah. I think, I think, I think that Gabby Bumper, was tighter. I think, I think, uh, sorry, I, Bumper was definitely more controlled. Oh, okay. Definitely more Agree controlled. to disagree on that, then. I think she definitely was more controlled in her movements in there. And I think there was her over-control and not being able to let loose. Let loose. I said let loose. Yeah. But she was not able to let loose as much as Gabby Libucci. I think Labucci was a bit... She, she was just going with it. She was... You know when you mm-hmm. when, it, when you just, like, release a paper bag in the, in the wind okay. and it just does its own dance? I think that's exactly <laughs> what Labucci was. I, I just can't fully agree with you on that, actually. It's okay. One of, us, you... one of us are professional dancers <laughs> and the other um, sits down all day and talks to other people. So, uh, um, just... Yeah. That's my that's, profession yeah. <laughs> uh, so um yeah you disagree or you like tom that's okay it's yeah. okay it means nothing <laughs> um okay so should we see who the judges thought was better Labucci stays which means we say farewell to our lovely bumper love the heart of the season wasn't she in many ways she's just such a like ray of light i will miss her yeah it was, yeah. It was a really sad farewell as well it was. i hope that she knows that winning the crown would not validate, you know, win or lose. Validation Absolutely. won't come from winning that crown. I think when mm. you do so well and you're known so wide, um, before what you do in your with your art, yes. I think that's the validation. I think that you are you are enough. It's a beautiful sentiment. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> I was I'm surprising myself. You're in in really. your flow there, weren't you? Yeah. Um, Just, sad farewell to Bump. We will miss her. Um, next week we have a makeover, but the twist is doggies. I'm getting season four. So it's a, b- a bit of a combination of the season four doggy ball yep. and a makeover challenge, isn't it? Because the dog seems to be on the runway. And I, 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 I saw somebody trying to glue a wig to a dash and, and I was like, I'm not sure. I think we should have the RSPCA involved at this point. Yeah. Let's keep it Let's keep it clean. Drag mm. race down under. All right. This is Bowler. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>